Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Suns Report podcast. This is a re-release of a podcast that we did back in the days when we were the Solar Report podcast. Remember those days, Matthew? Very good days. Yeah, once upon a time. These days are better, though. These days are kind of better. I mean, we are still quarantined. So unless anything changes by next Thursday when we release this, yeah. we are still social distancing. I take that back. Like we should. Uh, but this one we're actually re-releasing is our My Top 3 Phoenix Suns Dunkers. This was a fun episode that we recorded once upon a time. Do you remember doing this one, Matthew? Yeah, I do. This Not one. really. It's all a big blur, all those ones that we first started. It seems like a different age. You I know? know. Once upon a time. Well, that's back when we were the Solar Report. So yeah. uh, here we go. Here's my top three Phoenix Suns dunkers. Enjoy. All right. Oh. Oh, hi there. Hi, and welcome to the Solar Report podcast. Are you talking to me? Oh, no. I'm talking to the, oh, okay. the people out there. Who just pressed play and decided to listen to my top three dunkers in Phoenix Suns history. Thank you for pressing play and thanks for hanging out with us. I'm your host, John Voida, and I'm joined in studio with Matthew Paul Lissy. Hey, how's it going? Doing very well. How are you today, I'm sir? I'm doing really good, dude. I'm excited for this podcast. Heck yeah. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah. This is probably what should have been the first podcast we did with top three sons of dunkers because it's such an obvious one to do. I know, right? And it's super fun to research because you get to go and just watch highlights and highlights and highlights of guys just throwing down straight-up savagery yeah. all over the NBA. It's fantastic. Yeah, it was a fun one. So we'll get into this here momentarily. We're going to talk about my top three Phoenix Suns dunkers. And if you get a chance, stop by stop by Twitter. Give us a follow. Hit us up. Let, let us know what you're thinking. We've reached out to a lot of people on this subject for my top three Phoenix Suns dunkers. And I'm going to give a shout-out to one of the people who provided some feedback today. So thank you for doing that. So without further ado, you ready to get into some top three dunkers? Yes. Let's crack open a little beer ski here. And get into it. All right. My top three Phoenix Suns dunkers. All right. This, is a, here. this is a fun one. This, All is, right. this is, I think this is more fun than going to church. I pray yeah. to the gods of dunk. <laughs> the basketball gods, the of basketball dunk. gods of dunk. I go to their church. Yeah. I've been living there all week, watching all these highlights. <laughs> so, Matthew, to you, what makes an amazing dunker? How do you get on this list for you? For me, it's someone whose head is above the rim. Not not only above the rim, above the backboard, dude. Just dunking on fools. That's that's what I think. Someone that can throw it between the legs and. Actually, there's one guy I have on here that can't put it between his legs. <laughs> he, he'll do like a little quick move with his hands, but um, I just someone that is just unreal. You're watching it and you're screaming. Uh, he he does a big pop. Like if you ever watch wrestling and a wrestler comes in and like if you smell like the rock and like everyone just it's a pop. Yes, the whole crowd pops up, and that's what happens when someone dunks. It's just you get that. Every dunk. Not love every it. dunk, but every game, there's one of those dunks. Oh, I love it. I, I'll, I'll agree with you 110%. How do you get on this list for me? It's when I'm going through and I'm watching your highlight and I just go, oh, 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 oh <laughs> One of those. I just, yeah. you, you can't help yourself. <laughs> yeah. You get so excited. It's it's the funnest move in NBA basketball. The alley-oop dunk is fun, but watching somebody slam down and just posterize somebody, there, there's just a special element of violence and ferocity that goes into it that it gets everybody excited it's what one of the things that makes basketball absolutely amazing so without further ado we're going to get into our top three dunkers but i do want to give a couple honorable mentions if that's okay yeah go ahead. one honorable mention that somebody on twitter 
reached out to us, and that's at Espo, who's actually a writer for the Solar Panel. Yeah, I was going to give him a shout-out, too. Yeah, which is another podcast about the Phoenix Suns, Nothing But Love, Go Suns. Uh, he said Gerald Green. Yeah, uh, some, that's somebody who really didn't come to my mind. But yeah, I mean, he, he flew out of the gym. He did, but mostly when I think of Gerald, Gerald Green, it was just three-point shooting. Yeah. That's but, what I think of first. Yeah, me too, because he could come in and, and pop those yeah. threes. But he would man, get hot, he, not listen to the coach, and just jack up threes. <laughs> but man, he was good. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to at Espo on Twitter for that one. And then our the Solar Report's own cousin Tim. Uh, he chimed in and said he loves Cedric Sabalis. Oh, uh, you know, Tim said that he has such a lax style about his dunks. If you remember, he did the blindfolded dunk at the dunk contest that won it. Uh, he called it Hocus Pocus, and it's really fun going watch, going back and watching that highlight because you watch the whole contest and first seeing those Wild West purple Phoenix Suns uniforms just looks so crisp and so nice. Those were great. And then Cedric's creativity was fantastic throughout the entire dunk contest. But for the Hocus Pocus dunk, he had a special guest come out of the crowd and tie on the blindfold. And it was a very dapper-looking Dan Marley who who tied on the uh, the blindfold. No, <laughs> no, but he had like a night a classic '90s like suit, like kind of really baggy. Uh, it looked kind of cool, and you know he had counted off the steps until you know how far away he was from the hoop, and then he goes and he throws it down. And do you know who he, uh, he actually beat in the finals of that uh, dunk contest? Um, it wasn't Jordan, was it? It was not Jordan. Who was it? It was Larry Grandmama Johnson from the oh, Charlotte okay. Hornets yeah. and his penis haircut. Special <laughs> shout-out to Cedric Sabalas. And then the other one that I wanted to shout-out was Connie Hawkins, the Hawk. Connie Hawkins wore number 42, and when we get to start, bench, and trade, any son who wore number 42 will really get into the Connie Hawkins story because it's absolutely fascinating. Mm-hmm. But he was six foot eight. His hands were huge. You know, I have a, a coworker whose dad used to attend the Connie Hawkins camp of basketball, and that was his one takeaway: was like, you've never seen a guy with hands like this. Mm-hmm. And when you go back and you watch what few highlights there are of Connie Hawkins, you can see it when he palms the ball. It's like, it's like me holding a baseball, you know? <laughs> nice, yeah. and that's what it looks like in his hands. And there's just help. there's just not enough footage of Connie Hawkins to see how amazing he was as a dunker. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to give him a shout out as an honorable mention on this uh, this podcast. You ready to get into yours? Yeah, you want you me to start? Start with number three, right. top dunkers, Phoenix Suns history. Matthew, what do you got? So number three, I was talking about Pop earlier. You know, you're, you're watching a game, and all of a sudden the dude just throws one down out of nowhere, and everyone's just out of their seats. But this is a guy where it's before the game. You're sitting down with your Wessels pretzels and your large Diet Coke. Mm. And you're sitting down, you're watching the layup lines, and here comes Derek Jones Jr. Oh, yeah. Throwing off the backboard, doing 360s. But that was the guy I have at number three. Shout out to, like you said earlier, at Espo. This is his number three guy. And I thought it was hilarious because I chose Derek Jones Jr. Thinking, like, no one's going to put him on their list. And he put him on his list. Nice. So that's awesome. Derek Jones Jr., though, was high flying, man. That guy's no, he athletic. Was. He was out, Still he is. He was unreal. And he was one of, the, one of the bright spots for the Suns during really horrible years, a uh, couple years with the Suns, a year and a half, actually. Just through the tanking depression we had to go through, Derek Jones Jr. was a bright spot. It's like, oh, we have this guy. Like, I, I'm excited to see him evolve into something else because he's already a really fantastic dunker. Uh, he was in the 2017 dunk contest. He did lose, he didn't, got, but he didn't they dunks. like bring him up from the G League just yeah. to attend that? And he he played, played like seven minutes of the game, and then he he was in the dunk contest. Yeah, all all year long, he's the best dunker you never heard of. Yeah, it was twenty minutes that season for seven games. That's all he played that season <laughs> up to then. Jeez. And but he 
he went further in the dunk contest, and I think he thought got a little tired at the end. Lost to Glenn Robinson the third. Okay. Um, but had a few really good dunks. The the one I'll just talk about just really quickly is the one with Booker, where he's just off the side of the backboard. Booker throws it off the side. Derek Jones Jr. comes around the side, kind of almost just out, of, out bounds. of bounds. Right. Yeah, yeah. Throws it between his legs, dunks it. First try, fifty. That was the best dunk at the time. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the best dunker you have never heard or seen. Derek Jones Jr. is putting on a dunking exhibition out here. But this guy was my number three, just because when you think of Derek Jones Jr., airplane mode Jones. Airplane mode Jones. I had to put him in my top three, just because of the crap we went through the last few years with the Suns, um, to where he was a bright spot for me. Yeah, he was one of the few exciting uh, Suns to watch during that time frame. I'll say that I loved playing with Derek Jones Jr. on 2K. He was super fun to play with. He could yeah. jump out of the gym on the game. It, like if if you had him ISO though, and you like try to dribble and get to the hoop, like he would always just like his dunk was like ninety five, but his handles were like sixty three. He just like always lose the ball. But if you had a fast break, man, Derek Jones was gonna. That's th- the guy you want on a fast throw break. Throw it down. <laughs> good choice. Good choice. Uh, my number three has the nickname Little Hawk and the High Ayatollah of Slamola. That is Larry Nance Senior. Oh, nice. Larry Nance Senior. Yeah. He's probably most famous for participating in the first ever NBA dunk contest in 1984 in Denver, Colorado. If you recall, the ABA had the dunk contest in the 70s, but the NBA hadn't adopted it, and eventually they did. This was the first one. There were some pretty notable participants in that first NBA dunk contest. You had Dominique Wilkins, Clyde Drexler. Do you remember Ralph Sampson? No. Is that Ralph Sampson was a center from Virginia who used to actually have some really good collegiate battles against Georgetown and Patrick Ewing. So you have this big seven-footer Ralph Sampson in there doing these just kind of like really lame dunks. Uh, And and then Julius Irving was also in this, Dr. J. And that's actually who Larry Nance beat in the finals of the first ever dunk contest. And going back and watching these highlights are really fun. He windmill dunks he's got you know he dunked two balls uh he had this one where he got up really high and had like his chin on the rim pretty much before he threw it down and then to win the contest he actually did do you remember michael jordan against the knicks when he did that kind of like rock in the cradle dunk on a fast break yeah he did the same thing he didn't do it in a game like jordan did but that's what won him the contest so larry nance is kind of one of the first really well noted dunkers in phoenix suns history you know i don't know if I've ever seen a highlight of Van Arsdale running down, running the break and then just savagely throwing one down. And Walter Davis was much more of a shooter. Mm-hmm. But Larry Nance is the first guy you go back, and there's actually a lot of footage on his dunkability. So there's my number Great two, pick, man. Larry Nance. Who do you got sitting at number two? Oh, so number two, this is a guy, like, you see him around the arena all the time. He does the uh, the, the pregame show, the postgame Eddie Johnson? show. No, Eddie Johnson, I wish. My dad? Or my, he's my stepdad. Um, no, no, not Eddie Johnson. The other the other white guy. Um, Eddie Johnson's not white. Tom Chambers. And the reason... Ooh, TC. The reason I chose Tom, it's like, of course you can say, is it because of the dunk he had over... Um, Mark Jackson? Mark Jackson. Yeah. Oh, okay, he's my number two dunker. I forgot who he dunked over. <laughs> so the liftoff he got off of that... Kevin Johnson got a piece of it. Chambers... This place is wild. The chamber soars over Mark Jackson for that slam. But the only reason, really, I'm a big Bill Simmons fan, been listening to him for forever. He has a book of basketball. It's one of the three books I've read my whole life. 
And there's a chapter, <laughs> there's chapters it? about just levels of the pyramid for Basketball Hall of Fame. And he was number 96 on this list. Bill Simmons describes him as he's a starting power forward on the white guys who played like black guys team. Um, this is Tom Chambers. And he really was like, I had no idea just seeing him walk around the arena. Like this guy can actually dunk. Uh, five years with the Suns, full great dunks. It wasn't the dunk contest against Jordan, but that was with the Sonics. Um, but this guy, just for that one dunk and just me actually realizing how great of a dunker he was from Bill Simmons' podcast and his book, uh, that's, what, that's why he made my number two. Okay, that's no, I, I, I think there. if you want to talk about all-time Suns posterizations, I mean, the Tom Chambers over Mark Jackson highlight is played over and over again. In, f- in fact, if you go to the Bleacher Report where they rank Suns dunkers, Tom Chambers is their number one. It's, is it still surprising, though, just to see him, like... But he was that good, like oh, absolutely. Well, he's six foot ten, so you yeah. don't really think of him as a dunker, per se. You know, typically but his lift it's like, off. But yeah, his lift off. And then again, that that highlight is one of the, it's like an optical illusion because yeah. he jumps and he puts kind of his knee into the chest of Jackson and just uses it to go to yeah. another level. I mean, he flies in that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Air Jordan, no, 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 Air Chambers. And when I, I said mean, head over the backboard, his head was over the backboard. Oh yeah, though. it was like over the shot clock. Yes. <laughs> No, good choice, good choice. Oh, I, I, I figured that you would probably go the Tom Chambers route because uh, he elbowed you in the back one time when we were walking through the arena, and he said, yeah. hey, nice jersey. So yeah. Yeah. you have a certain <laughs> no, no, love and affinity Freaking for rock, TC. Man. I know, yeah, he's a big yeah, dude. makes you mad about yourself. <laughs> well, my number two is a six foot ten power forward slash center who has a wingspan of seven feet and one inches. So I have, you know, you have your 6'10 guy, here's my 6'10 guy. And that is Amari Stoudemire. That's my, my number one. Get out of town, is yeah, it? Yeah. Well, okay, so he's my number two. He's your number one. Yeah. I'll talk about a couple things that I have. Okay. And then you can talk about why I'll he's your right number one. My number perfect, one. perfect. Okay. I wrote down some words to describe his dunking ability. I put aggressive, powerful, mean, destructive. When he came into the NBA, he came in like a bottle rocket. And he was just putting everybody on, on notice that he was just going to dunk through you. He had those long arms and those those broad shoulders like swimming shoulders yeah like swimmer shoulders yeah like swimmer yeah. shoulders and i mean he was just he was so much fun to watch he'd get the ball in the high post and he'd turn and he'd, and he'd flash at the defender and you knew right there it's like once he turned around and showed them the ball either he was going right or he was going left but he was going to end up dunking on you so if you're smart just let him go yeah i mean if someone flashed me on the court i'd probably just i'd probably just still too yeah i'd stand there and just watch too (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know a couple highlights that he has uh he participated his rookie year in the slam dunk contest in atlanta georgia in 03 and he did have this really like between the legs savage throwdown dunk where a 610 guy it just it was really fun to watch him do this you know his his athleticism to do it uh he missed his second dunk so he didn't progress in that and then in 2005 he was a slam dunk contest runner-up and this was so much fun to go back and watch this highlight because one you have Amari wearing number 32 orange crush Phoenix Suns jersey which if you listen to my top three Phoenix Suns jerseys is my number three favorite jersey of all time so it's great seeing that half the damn Suns were there like Quentin Richardson was there, Nash was there. I mean, they're all on the sidelines, like, cool like just yeah. just joking and smiling and laughing. You see a young LeBron in the crowd, which was really kind of cool to see. He had some amazing dunks. He had the one where he's off the backboard, off Steve Nash's head. He grabs it, does a 180, and throws it down. <laughs> the most creative dunks you've ever seen. I oh think. yeah, 
because you had Steve Nash right there helping him. It was just yeah. like real life. He also had one where uh, he did like a through the legs reverse jam, which kind yeah. of was reminiscent of uh, his 2003 dunk. And then he had the Steve Nash soccer flip dunk where Steve Nash like kind of kicks the ball up oh, to him. That and was it, awesome. It was cool. It took six times to do, but like when they finally That's, got it down, it just but, visually. But it's just so different. It dude. looks it yeah. looks so cool. The only annoying part about watching the 2005 slam dunk contest highlights was hearing magic johnson like every <laughs> five seconds like the slam dunk contest is back i gotta tell you something the dunk contest is back, it's back. and like i feel like he says that every slam dunk contest like where did it go i see i watch it every year yeah you know, it's still fun to watch it, it's always fun to watch but he needs to stop telling me whether it's back or not like yeah. it will never be Jordan versus Dominique Wilkins because you got scrubs out there that you've never heard no, of the doing stars it. are never gonna they enter. don't do yeah. it anymore so why would they but uh that is why he's my number two I will say my favorite dunk of his of all time and I'm sure this is on your list seeing as he's your number one is his dunk over the candy man yes that is my favorite Amari Stoudemire highlight he baptized Michael Oluwakandi on that dunk. Marbury off the dribble. Nice. Stoudemire and one, and the rookie powers to the rack. Oh, my. Oh, oh, oh. oh, my goodness gracious. You want to talk about some power? Yeah! You know, he just he gets up so high. He goes through the former number one pick, and then you just see Stefan Marbury's face just be like, God damn. I mean, yeah. the look on his face is just like, oh, it's just... It was such a great like highlight. Like someone tore the bathroom up, dude. That's the way his face <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, oh, But he did that God. almost every game, it felt like. You know, Marbury would After he had, like, a sick pass. Yeah, yeah, but the offhand he would have, too, to, like, kind of, like, make way for his dunks. Yeah, like, like push I feel him like out. he was so good at that. And then he would just throw it through the rim. He would be... Yeah, a, throw he, it through the rim yeah, instead of dunking exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. He would still be further away from the rim to where his hands can't reach, but he would just throw it through. And it, I, he's the only dude I've ever seen that, to do that. Am yeah. I wrong? I, I think Dwight like, Howard did it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's On that's that one good. slam yeah. dunk contest where he was Superman. Yeah, He, like, true. threw it through yeah. the rim. But, but like, that was Amari, Amari would do it during games. Amari is just explosive, man. The best part about him is when he's under the rim, and there's, like, four dudes around him, like, you know, trying to steal his change, and he just jumps explosive, like, jumps out of, out of the gym above them and throws it down. That was my favorite part about him. It's yeah. like, he didn't know when it was coming, but he'd be down there just, like, Throw it down all of a sudden, dudes. standing tall and talented, was yeah. above everybody else, and just that was the best savagery. part about him, man. Any other thing you have? I mean, he's your number one. Anything I mean, else those you dunk, that dunk against Olo Candy, that's the biggest dunk he had. But if you look, okay, so you can't type in top ten dunks of the Stoudemire. You can't do top twenty, top fifty, even more than top two hundred because he's endless. He would have so many dunks. Oh, yeah. it, there's probably a top thousand for him for sure. It's funny when you go through and you try to look up his top dunks. Like, there's one where the, there was one top 10 list that had a lot of his Knicks highlights on it, uh, which I really didn't see a bunch of his dunks when he played for the Knicks because I'm watching yeah. the Suns. I don't really watch the Eastern Conference. But they had three different dunks against the Portland Trailblazers. I'm like, that's one thing you don't think about. Other teams must have hated Amari Stoudemire in the West. Other fans. Cause, yeah, other fans. Because he used to just posterize the shit out of their favorite players. There's. Two different highlights in one top ten where he goes at Joel Prisbella and just owns this guy. And he's just yeah. like backing away, just like, you know, getting uh, some Amari Stoudemire thigh in his face. And he's uh-huh. just like, as an opposing fan, I would just hate that consistently. <laughs> just, some thigh in the face? Yeah, it's like, oh, here, here's Amari Stoudemire again, just thighing my guy up. <laughs> thighing my guy, yeah. Uh, you ready to hear my number one? What is it, man? All right, so my number one is KJ Kevin Johnson. Nice. And the reason why 
is you got to think about this. In the era of Barkley and Jordan and Dominique and Clyde the Glide Drexler, you had Kevin Johnson throwing down dunks that were just so mean and aggressive. You know, watching his highlights reminds me a lot of Russell Westbrook. He's extre- He has this extremely quick first step. Uh, he has that aggressive nature, and he has some crushing slam dunks, just like Westbrook. And it's funny because we were watching some KJ highlights in preparation for our Kevin Johnson tribute podcast, and I was saying, I'm like, man, this guy reminds me of Russell Westbrook. And then, and like, I paused it, and I'm like, and I turned to you, I'm like, this guy reminds me of uh, Russell Westbrook. Yeah, yeah. And I press play, and all of a sudden, there's a guy who comes on. He's like, you know, he's like a, a he's like, he reminds me of Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. get out of town. I just said that. You know, it's, it's kind of cool, but uh, good comparison. But why is KJ my number one? When you watch his highlights, it's not like six foot ten Amari dunking on people. It's this little guy who's jumping into these tall trees, flying amongst the clouds, and he's shoving the ball down in the face of giants. Visually, it's amazing to mm-hmm. see to see him do uh, what he did at such a small frame. His dunk on Hot Rod Williams at the Madhouse of McDowell, where he ends up riding him and hanging from the rim, it's just classic KJ. You know, he's upset because he's playing Cleveland and they traded him the year prior. And he's wearing the old Phoenix white jersey, and he goes up and and, and when he dunks on Hot Rod Williams, he just hangs on the rim and he's like hanging on his back and he's on like Hot Rod Williams' back. He's like teabagging his shoulder blades, and like Hot Rod Williams got this look on his face, he's like get this little <laughs> yeah. guy off me. You know what's yeah. going on right now? And then of course the dream dunk is my favorite dunk in Suns history, and this occurred in the 1994 playoffs versus Houston. And you got KJ coming on the baseline and staring right in his face is Hakeem Olajuwon, one of the greatest shot blockers in the history of the NBA. And he gets posterized by Lil' Kevin Johnson. And seeing that dunk in that moment just encapsulated everything that KJ was. You know, there are the majority of the guys on our list are these big, tall guys. You know, Larry Nance is six foot eight, Tom Chambers six ten, Amar Stoudemire six ten, Derek Jones Jr. six seven, and then KJ had that same animal instinct to throw that ball down, but did so in such a small frame. So that's why he's my number one. That's no, a great pick, and he does have probably like the two best dunks in Suns history. With those two you you uh, just talked about, yeah. But it took him a lot to get there, like because that's what he was. He was like Westbrook, where he would get to the rim and throw down massive dunks over and over and over again until he had those two greatest dunks in Suns history. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So it you don't you don't realize it. Yeah, you don't realize how much of a dunker he was, man. So that's a great number one. And if I will say, if you play with the all all time Suns team on NBA 2K20, he's really fun to play with. KJ is. Yeah. <laughs> that quick first step. So. Uh, again, thank you everybody for listening to Top Three Dunkers. Let us know what you think. You know, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram, or hit us up on Facebook, and let us know what you think. You know, again, thank you to our sponsors. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you to the Dunkers for being so savage and giving us an opportunity to watch these highlights. And thank you to Matthew for coming out and hanging out with me and doing these podcasts. Thank we, you for having me, man. We actually had to re-record this one because the sound was so bad on the last one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I got. Matthew, you got anything else? No, just go home and love your family. I'm going to go home and dunk on my family. Please do. I will.